Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We speak today to Michael Allen, CEO of Eclipse Gold Mining. They're a Nevada gold exploration player. This is from the team who brought you Northern Empire. They developed that for 10 million, eventually selling it for 120 million. So looking to replicate some of the success there. We discussed their business plan, what they're going to be delivering this year with the money that they raised on their IPO. They're going to be spending about 3 million on drilling, a million on the GNA, and that should leave them another million bucks to take into next year. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, Michael. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. Uh, self-isolating here in in, uh, in Vancouver with the with everybody. Yeah, I've been I've been hearing everyone's taking it pretty seriously in Canada, right? Yeah, I mean it, it is a, a serious thing with the with the, the COVID, and, and uh, you know we've we've been asked to, to self-isolate. Everybody, uh, actually not self-isolate. Social distances where where we're at. So everybody's working from from home. Um, Two meters from your from your uh, neighbors, if you go out for for to take your dog for a walk and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, life goes on, um, and it, it looks like uh, you know we're we're, uh, we're going to have a, an interesting summer as we move through this. But uh, it's a good time to be in the gold space. Well, it is, and we're going to we're going to hear all about it. Well, I'm glad we're we're all adapting to life under different circumstances. But as you say, life goes on. So, can you kick off? Give us a one minute summary of your relatively new company, please. Okay, um, Eclipse uh, started trading on February 18th. It, it trades on the on the venture under the symbol EGLD. What Eclipse is is um, it's an add-on or the, the 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 second version of what I did with with Northern Empire. Uh, we like to say that Eclipse is Northern Empire plus Pathway Capital plus Sandstorm. So it's a it's an interesting bunch. Um, if your readers don't know or your listeners don't know the Northern Empire story, I was the CEO of, of Northern. Uh, we acquired what was called the Sterling Asset uh, and from Imperial Metals. That was in uh, May of 2017. Uh, and, uh, and then we, we sold it in October of 2018 to Coor for $120 million. And that was a, a 10 times return on our, our money uh, and uh, it was a good win for shareholders. We went out at the all-time high. Okay, okay. So um, let, let, let's get into a bit of that detail later. So um, basically, you're, you're looking for a kind of cookie-cutter um, approach to what you've done in the past, and you're hoping to replicate that now. It's probably a bit harsh to say uh, cookie-cutter because, you know, um, the Sterling was a unique circumstance. All, and all these opportunities are, are a unique circumstance. You have to you have to look at a at a property, look at an at, a, at an opportunity, and say how can I, I create value. So it's not exactly cookie cutter, but there's there's similarities. Uh, we're definitely baking cookies. Um, we stayed in Nevada. Uh, we stayed in the Walker Lane. Uh, rebuilt uh, more or less the, the team on the on the ground. Uh, augmented it with uh, with a. Uh, with a, a few more stronger or a few more technical people in, in Vancouver and, and now are, are executing on, on what's the hurt to this project down in Nevada. Okay, so you're, you're replicating as many of the moving parts as you can, but you're bright yeah. enough to know that you don't know what's under the ground yet. 
I like that. Okay, good. So we, we, we yeah. do get people coming on here and say, oh, we'll just do what we did before. It'll be fine. Uh, it, it's yeah. not. Um, can we, if you don't mind, I'm, I'm really keen to understand what's going on in the head. So obviously you've had some success in the past and hopefully you made some money for yourself and your shareholders. But what's the business plan here, apart from trying to replicate some of the moving parts from uh, Northern Empire? One of the great things about being where, where we are right now and everybody you know, being alone in it, and uh, you get a, a chance to, to put together your thoughts. Um, past couple of days, I, I, um, I've put together a Gantt chart. And if, if, you, if you know me, my, my, my board likes to tease me. I'm, I'm very linear. I like to lay things out and go. It's what we're doing. Um, I think the first step with the Hercules project, it's something that's forgotten. Um, this is a project that's been around for a while, but like the like the Sterling, it was forgotten, lost within Nevada, and, and so we're going to be first of all articulating what to the market what it is. It's a big package. It's got a lot of lot of showings to it. It's got some historic drilling to it, and we I think that the the thing that the market needs to know is the scale of it. It's okay. big. Um, but you know, before, surface, before you go there, Michael, I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to do is help people watching this to understand what type of business you are. Are you a project finder? Are you an explorer? Are you a developer? Are you going to try to build this thing out at some point? You know, what in terms of risk profile, what is it that you're trying to position yourself as? I'm a businessman. Okay. And so that's, that's it, it's actually, it's, it's, a, it's a bit different. So my job as the CEO of, of Eclipse is to create shareholder value. Always. So in the in the junior mining space, there's a bunch of different tools that you have in your toolbox to, to, to go and, and create that. What we um, think about is is creating value and creating liquidity for shareholders. So I can go down the, the, the route of expanding, you know, drilling out resources and then flipping the project to a senior or mid-tier, whatever that is. Or if the market dictates it, we have enough bench strength in our board to be able to go all the way and build the thing. So okay. my job isn't make discoveries or, or build mines or anything like that. It's to create shareholder value. So it actually gives me a bit of freedom to, to move around. So in terms of, of you know what is the end goal? Value. I, 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 I get that, but, but yeah. if, just, just to discuss this, because this is interesting to me, yeah. is, you know, I think a lot of people use that phrase, we're going to create shareholder yeah. value without one understanding yeah. what that actually means. It should be just share price. That, that's it. Not, you know, not market cap or, you know, because, you know, there are things which burden the company like, like debt or, you know, issuing yeah. too many shares. And there's lots of ways that the company can look fantastic, but there's nothing for the shareholders. And secondly, not many people know how to deliver that or when they're going yeah. to deliver it and if they're going to be able to deliver it. So you, if you're going to focus on that, you, you better be damn sure you know what you're doing. So what precisely does this Gantt chart and path that you're creating look like? The, I'll preface it. You got to have a plan to have a change of plan. Good. Um, right, right now, the, the, the next three years is delineating and expanding resources and it's, it's the exploration phase. Um, the last year of that Gantt chart, and if you ever want to take a look at it, we can do that, is the project gets into the engineering phase of, of studies and PFSs. Right now, the project is 
pretty much grassrootsy, but it's got some lots of showings and a lot of punch to it. And so articulate scale, resource one, resource two, resource three, PEA, PFS, and at any point in time, be open for something corporate to, to happen. And if we get into that engineering stage, then we're probably going to be in a, in a situation where we're going to go all the way and, and build it. Okay. I mean, that, that sounds like every, every single mining project that ever talks to me, right? But if you, that, it, it is the... Uh, so how do you stand out? Why, why should people listen to you, Michael? I guess what I want to... How, why should people be listening to you if it sounds like every other story out there? That it, it is a, it is a good, good question. What, what makes a, us different? I think that the probably the, the biggest thing that makes this uh, this project different is is what I was referring to earlier is the scale and the, and the location. There's Nevada guys and the and and, and those sorts of, of, of projects that, that are out there. Um, this project is an hour outside of Reno. Um, when you start to, to look at the the geology, it's an, it's a complete exposed epithermal uh, system at, at surface. I'm a I'm a geologist, so forgive me. Um, so we're, 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 we're excited about it. It's, it's a big project that will attract investment It'll, um, in terms of the alteration, the footprint, the scale of the project. It's something that we actually designed for, for scale, for, 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 you know, having that, that value that we can say, okay, you can articulate value, you can create value and you can attract investment and, and potentially attract either a take it or, or a mining scenario. It's, a, mm -hmm. it's something that we designed into the company. Now we're getting to it. Now we're getting to yeah. it because that that that's tells me something about your mindset about what you're trying to create here. Okay, so the, yeah. the, the scale is important, potential being, being attractive to people with the capital to be able to develop something like that because, yeah. you know, there are lots of companies with uh, scale projects, but they don't, they can't get the money, right? So you're an attractive part of the world. I get, I, I get that. It's it's a good yeah. good mining jurisdiction. Lots of people around you. you. You've got probably got a sense of costs and and infrastructure, et cetera, et cetera. So what what does this year look like? Um, I guess that's, that's going to be determined by a few things like cash. So you, you've yeah. obviously you're only you're new. Have you, how much cash have you got yeah. today? Call it five million Canadian. Right. And what are you going to do with it? Uh, well, we've got a drill on site right now. Uh, and so that's, uh, that's going to be, be going. Um, COVID notwithstanding, we, we are going to, going to be drilling on, on the project and start to articulate that, that scale to the, uh, to the, to the market. Uh, the program that we're looking at right now is a dozen holes. There's four separate targets, so three, four holes into, into each target. And start to articulate to the to the market what we're what we're dealing with here. Because you, what, you, what type of drilling are you doing at the moment? It's RC. RC. Okay. Okay. So it's a nice quick way of getting an indication of you know what you're looking at before you get in with the diamond, yeah. right? Okay. Nothing wrong exactly. with that. So that five million bucks that's going to see you through till when on your current schedule? Firstly speaking, this time next year. Right. Okay. The the, the to try and and leave the exit the year with a. You know, a million bucks in the in the treasury. Okay, fine. Um, what do you what and what do you hope you'll know by the end of this year, having spent four million bucks on the ground? Well, I get sorry, not on the ground because you got your GNA, but you know, what do you think you'll know yeah. at the end of this year? What we think that we'll we'll know by the the end of this this drill program is a, is a, obviously the, the sense of the scale. Articulate those four targets. Um, the database that we inherited was somewhat, for lack of a better term, sketchy. Um, fill in some of the gaps. 
the old timers, what they, the, or the database that we got, they, they did things like selective sampling. So every other five feet was assayed. And you know, we showed it to the, the resource guys and like the QPs and they're like, yeah, no, there's nothing we can do with that. <laughs> um, but it clearly shows that there's a large system there is what the, what they said. Uh, and so you're going to have to drill it and start to fill in the, those gaps. Articulate the scale. The other uh, main focus is is also, it's a large land package. It's about uh, 85 square kilometers. So there's going to be some boot leather work. Um, the alteration and mineralization extended further to the, to the south off of our original land package, and we staked the, the other 75 square kilometers. So some boot leather work. Um, also, this project... Um, came with a plan of operations. So in, in Nevada permitting, there's little permits, notice level takes about three weeks to get, and then plan of operations takes about two years to get. This project came with one. So we're actually permitted to do a couple hundred different drill sites, okay. build all the roads and, and stuff like that. So it's a real advantage to the company because you don't have that two years of burning GNA and while you're sitting here and waiting for, mm. for all that to happen. Um, but that particular permit that we got limits us to, to a certain area and we want to already go beyond that. So we're gonna be kicking off another permitting exercise to expand the plan of operations um, with the thought in mind of expanding the drilling and expanding into having a, a site for infrastructure, starting that baseline study work. So we're already thinking about that part of the, of the program further on. See, I mean, I saw the press release from March 10th. Um, yeah. Some some nice grades in there. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, every time that we take a look at this thing, uh, it impresses us and, and it shocks us. Um, you know, there's, there's some snappy numbers. There's the, the beginnings of a potential high-grade core to that. And if you think about the economics of, of an ultimate ultimate mine if we can get a starter pit of you know pick a number 1.x downhill runs and all those wonderful things that uh then we can get us a, a, a big kickoff a strong economic punch to to drive to drive the thing out, out of the hole you know the project out of the hole and then you can move into you know that large-scale open pit mining that generational mine that a, that a, a major or a company builder uh can can be Okay, so again, I like that. You've given me some clues as to your thinking. I like that. Okay. Um, so, I mean, you mentioned a GNA there. I mean, how many people yep. are we talking about here? What, what's the overhead? In the head office, myself, part-time CFO, uh, VPIR, VPX, and a, and a corporate secretary. The, the glue for the, for the whole thing. Right. Um, ballpark number million, million two on a, on a, on a yearly basis. Okay, so again, not not too bad. So again, that helps us understand how much you're actually putting in the ground, or on yeah. site at least, right? Yeah. Okay, that, okay, that's not that's not too shabby. Um, so let's let's assume you can with these sorts of numbers um, continue and you and you work out what your program looks uh, yeah. like for the this, rest of this year, and and you can deliver it. You're gonna. What, what do you think the next phase is for you know the the next year? We're in uncertain times. So there, there's two ways to, to go to go at it. I mean, well, there's, there's three ways. Batten down the hatches, and we can do that. Uh, there's a, a light program of starting to frame out resources from, you know, from here to there on this showing it, it looks mineralized. 
or we can go and if the market gives us the the credit or the uh, the ability to do it, we can go into delineating resources right away. So that that ties back into that previous comment of having that plan of operations drawing. We can go into delineation drawing already. Um, I actually had a conversation uh, yesterday with our QPs. What's it going to take to get this into you know, measured in, indicated and inferred? So that's that's sort of where we're thinking about about going. What's the and answer? Then, of course, that goes into budgets, whatnot from there. What did he say? Uh, he said uh, hundred by hundred. Okay, you take that. And so, how, how many holes are completed so far? <laughs> a half. Um, <laughs> what happened in, in in Nevada with the with the COVID uh, thing is they said all non-essential services shut down, uh, and we had to say, okay, well, and, and then all right, what 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 does that mean? Mm. And the drillers came to us and said, I think that we're going to get kicked out of our, our hotel. And it's like, you know what? You guys are supposed to go on break, so go on break. And we'll figure this out right so what what we've done in, in the meantime um we use a, a, a contractor long year they're a big contractor multinational uh and you know they've had a look at the situation we've had a look at the situation and the rig is on break it's supposed to come up back online on the 31st um long year has made up a, a standard operating procedure for how to deal with the COVID, the self-isolation the wash your hands um, they actually are even going to be doing uh, temperature scans on all the guys. And so people, are, you know, that's the that's the key indicator, like the coughing, everything is is uh, subjective. But if you've got a fever, yeah, that, this is it. And, and I mean, it's serious, but it's nice to be working with a, with a really experienced uh, contractor that actually has that gear already. They've got a, a heat stroke protocol for working in Nevada in the summertime. So they've got temperature gear so they can actually test everybody already. So we're looking at, at on Monday next week, we're going to have a go, no go decision. If it's, if it's still um, unsafe for the people to, to work, then we'll, we'll shut down. The rig is on, is on site and it just stays there. Nevada has said that mining is an essential business, so we are free to go and do our work. But right now we're, we're in a situation where, well, the rig's on break, let's just stop and assess this. Let's give it a thought. Um, you know, part of, of you know, my thinking, um, I have sort of two main responsibilities as the CEO of a company. First is safety. Uh, everybody gets, goes home at the end of the day. That's that's number one. Second, I got a responsibility to, to shareholders to to try to try and create value for that film. So I'm in a situation where I'm conscious of the people on the on the ground and making sure that there's a protocol and that that's safe for them to work while trying to execute value and create value for shareholders. And so right now, mm -hmm. uh, the rig's on break. Okay, so it's on break. So did you say half a hole? Was that the answer? Yes. Okay. Right, but like you say, you, you, you've, you've got ten feet of a, of, a, of a thousand foot hole. So right, okay, but you, you've got <laughs> you've got responsibilities, especially during during this period. Um, I say to look after human life. That's that's uh, yeah. that's number one here. Um, I guess some companies will be hoping that the market gives them a pass for the next few weeks until this gets resolved, um, and, and and you get to use that pass. 
But at the end of the day, the other thing that's going on is you're still burning through cash. So it's a tough one. It, it is a tough one. I, I mean, you know, we took that, that money from, from shareholders to execute, hmm. you know, not to, not to, you know, GNA and, and fancy offices and, and whatnot. They, you know, people want to know what's out there. It looks like this is a big project with scale yeah. and people want to see if, if, uh, if we're right on. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I got to get everybody home at the end of the day too. You got to get everyone home. And, um, you know, I think investors are going to be a little bit, got to be a little bit rational about what's going on out there. As long as there's, you know, th- this would be a, a reasonable excuse. I mean, yeah. I'm not just, it's not just, yeah, this is the market market wide, you know, um, yeah. I think there are other companies perhaps less, uh, I'm less sure of that. That's their that that's their goal. Um, but like you know, let, let's let's not talk about the ins and outs of uh, of COVID and COVID planning. Um, can you? What are the things that you learned on Northern Empire that you're applying here? And what what what, 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 what are the things that you learned? Actually, tell me what were the things you learned at Northern Empire and went, wow, I, I did not realize that going in, but that I think is useful. It's going to help me. I'm going to do that again. Um, or did you just get lucky? No, I, I, actually, true, true story. I looked at that at that uh, that asset for Northern Empire for six years before I got it. Right. So, so no, it was it wasn't luck. It was it was design. It was a, a, a push, a focus for for me. Um, what did what did I learn? Um, make sure you like the people that you're working with. Uh, that makes it a, a lot easier. Um, also, market the role of marketing um, is is there being able to push and articulate the, the story. Uh, also, in terms of, of being open for for a transaction, um, that was also part of part of it. And and, and I, I was fortunate at, at Northern Empire. I had an executive chair, chair uh, a gentleman by the name of Doug Hurst. If you've ever met Doug, he is one of the wonderful people on the on the planet. Um, and he helped with the philosophy of serving shareholders and creating value and, and those sorts of things. Um, probably when I was the first as a CEO of Northern Empire, I had that that geo mindset of, of you know build it, drill it, whatever. And Doug was like, well, hold on a second here. You know, let's explain this and let's articulate this. Have some thoughts. And what your actual job is is to is to create shareholder value, not make discoveries and those sorts of things. So that was a real learning curve for for myself and i'm always grateful for for doug or to doug for taking that time and taking me under his his wing with at that um the other thing about what we did with with northern um you know people ask me about you know you, you sold too early and, and so you know we were just you were just starting to get going and and and, and uh you know and then you and it's like yeah, we went out at the all-time high. So yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I love hindsight. That's one of my best investment tools. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody, you know, nobody ever really, you know, yeah, you know, selling for a profit is the is the goal. Um, with Northern, we knew or we had in our minds that there was a, a section of the property that we called the Crown Block that was going to be about three to five million ounces. But we had to do the plan of operations. We had to do all that drilling, and so we were looking at a massive amount of dilution for mm-hmm. shareholders. Mm-hmm. And then, so we were there, and then Coor came in with the offer, 
So we went, okay, we've got plan A. You know, there's an offer here from, from Coors. Uh, we could do, we had a, actually an above market financing uh, that would be offered, uh, merger with the two other companies or just go it alone, do something completely different. So, you know, sort of five options to do it. Management recommendation, take the check. Because we were looking at that big dilution and we would have gone over that edge of the Lausanne curve and down into Bermuda purgatory and engineering studies and destroyed shareholder value. So we went out the door as close to the top as, as we as we thought that we couldn't going out at the all time high, you know, it was a good deal for, for shareholders. I think so. So yeah. But we so. left a lot of meat on the on the bone for Coor. You got when it. When you talk to them now, that's probably the, the lesson that, that we learned is don't try and, and get it all because then you make the other side look bad and then they have, they have no win either. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. interesting. Um, so obviously that was great success. So he's driving, he's driving this, he's driving Eclipse. Did you put the team together? I mean, how did you all decide this, this was the deal you needed to look at? Where'd you find it? Well, the, the way that it sort of came together, um, we, we said earlier, Eclipse is Northern plus Pathway plus Sandstorm. So after Northern Empire, um, I dusted off my Rolodex and I started to look at projects again. And I, uh, I went to Nevada to take a, a look at a project. It wasn't Hercules, it was an, uh, another thing. And, uh, and I was told, you know, uh, by the way, Sandstorm is looking at this project as well. So I got back to, to Vancouver and Sandstorm called me up and I said, hey, we're looking at a project in Nevada. You know a thing or two about Nevada from what we've heard. Do you want to come in and, and deal with it? Okay. Um, and I knew Marcel from Pathway. And Pathway, if you don't know, um, spawned Sandstorm, created Sandstorm and created e Equinox. So, you know, and Marcel... Uh, had said we should get together and have a coffee at some point in time post NM. So it sort of was one of these weird serendipity things. That's like okay, I cleared with the uh, with that vendor of the property. Can we do a joint evaluation? Yeah, okay. Looked at it, couldn't make it it work. Didn't like the the project, and ultimately, Pathway said we kind of like how you think. Um, why don't you sit here and go find something? Okay, and away it went. Um, you know, Marcel and I got to know each other, the Sandstorm and guys and I got to, to know each other. Um, Northern was around, or the people were around, and we reached, so we were essentially just sort of organically came together. The other part of it is, is through everybody's career paths or arcs, everybody's worked together in, in, the, in the past as well. Um, the, the, the chairman of the company is a, of, of Eclipse is a fellow by the name of Marcel de Groot. Marcel was a director of Underworld. Uh, Underworld was a was a project in, in Canada. I got taken out by Kim Ross, coincidentally paid for financed my wedding that transaction. Um, but Adrian Fleming, Jeff Sundar, and Daryl Cardi were all with Marcel at at Underworld. So there's this this team that have worked together in the past, had success, and like each other. And so there was a a, a conscious coupling of a team coming together to create Eclipse uh, and build it around this myself and this uh, this asset in the data. Excellent, excellent. So how much money have you put in? Me personally? Yeah. Uh, gosh, can my wife hear me on this? She'll, hopefully <laughs> um, she'll watch the video. Yeah, between 150 and $200,000. Yeah, 
Right. Okay. And you okay? Well, that's okay. Is that meaningful for you? It is. Okay. Um, yeah, my house and my Eclipse portfolio are my largest positions. Okay, that's good. We we yeah. we want to hear that, right? Um, and and the the other board directors, they did they put money in as well? Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, so what's the board sitting on? On the floor, we're all on the same floor. Uh, I can walk around and get forty five percent of the company. Um, I'm the largest shareholder. I'm just about nine point eight. Um, okay. Marce- yeah, Marcel would probably be number two. Doug would be number three. Okay, so you, you, you got the, you got the cheap shares. That's nice. Um, and you know, how do you remunerate yourselves? Do you just go big salary, or do you go salary plus incentive target? I mean, how, how do you how do you manage that? There, um, there is a salary. Um, I, mean, I still have a mortgage payment even after uh, after Northern Empire. So you know, got to have, have cash flow. Um, and then, um, in terms of, of there is options and there is RS, RSUs, it's a fairly standard uh, compensation package. Uh, right now, um, when Eclipse was private, the directors were, were not compensated. Um, and right now, we haven't set up any compensation for that. We'll debate that whether or not that needs to, to be done going, going forward, but it's not going to be it's going to be de minimis. It's not going to be a huge uh, burden for the company. Right. It's some, what, some retrospective payment for the, the days you didn't get to pay yourselves. The days when you were entrepreneurs. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, people got positioned. Right. So. Well, I mean, you, so, you, come on, you guys, you guys got to dish out some cheap, cheap stock to yourselves at the, at, the, at the front end. And if, you know, then some people have come in. I mean, who are the other shareholders that have come in? Have you, are there names there we'd recognize? The way that we structured this company, this was a non-brokered IPO, so we had to come up with uh, with the names. So there's there's 400 shareholders in the in the company on February 18th, and, and we and we went forward. So in terms of, of of the shareholder list, it's actually fairly widely di- distributed. Um, one small fund is is in it. Um, I don't know if it's if it's uh, if it's actually appropriate for me to, to reveal who it, who it is. It's a small Canadian. Uh, fund and they've got a, a, a little piece of the, of the pie. Okay, okay. So you, okay. So you've done a kind of extended friends and family round. You've raised enough money to see you through to the end of this year. You hope yeah. you're going to continue with the kind of drill results that we've seen so far. I appreciate it's RC, yeah. but if you get those sorts of numbers, it should be. I, well, it should be, but who knows in this current market. You know, it yeah. should be enough to kind of move the move the dial, and you can raise some money next year to move to the, through the next phase. Is that is that the plan? The the plan is is to be ready to do a financing whenever a window opens, and so that's that's the plan. Um, but you're not and, gonna, you're not going to raise money off the back of RC results realistically, are you? Oh, if uh, if the market gives us the credibility, yeah. I mean, uh, Nevada. It, it is is an RC market, so that, that probably I would say on a, on a statewide basis I would say ninety percent of the drilling in Nevada is RC, and, and so you, the the results are are credible. It's it's not uh, it's not to be confused with something like rotary air blast, which can't be used in a in a technical report for a resource estimate. RC in Nevada can be used for a resource. So th- this is real drilling that we're doing. It's not cheap and cheerful or, or doing anything like that. 
this is this is data that that could be taken into a, into a resource level. Excellent. That's good news. Yeah. That's good news. Oh, oh, I mean, it's why would I throw money into the into the into the wind? <laughs> Well, you know, if, if we, we've invested in, in stuff in Africa and they, they use RC to kind of give them a sense of what, what's going on. And the pattern, I mean, it's fairly low grade stuff. It's, you know, one, two, two grams um, before they then deploy Diamond. And no one was funding those guys before Diamond was deployed. Not a chance. So it's a, it's a different really? market. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. And I, 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 I know to my detriment. <laughs> Uh, okay, I've learned something uh, new today as well. So, so thank you for for that. Um, I would say that going forward, what what the rule of thumb is is about ten percent of the the drilling will be core. So you'll you'll drill for bulk essentially with with RC, and, and then but the detail, the the data, you know that real. If you need structure, then you need diamond. The, the the challenge with with diamond in, in Nevada or in an oxidized system is the the ground conditions are terrible. It's horrifically expensive, um, and the and the, getting that structural uh, data that you that you can get out of say a Canadian project, that all gets lost because the the it winds up looking like RC anyway. True. Okay. Well, <laughs> Michael, I, thanks so much for running through your news story. Uh, we love hearing news yeah. stories. Love talking to management teams, seeing what they're what they're about. I think you've got a lot going on. You sound like you understand communication is important. So you're going to be talking regularly to the market when you have information, uh, and presumably yeah. you'll be assaying along the way as well. Will, will you? Of, of course, yeah. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I, I would say. Assuming that we're that we're able to, to execute and get going on the, on the thirty first, like we we thought, I would say we're looking at a, at a four week turnaround in the in the lab right now. I I don't know how this condition has has affected uh, you know people putting samples in the in the lab or you know their their business right now. But for the sake of the argument, Nevada, it's about a four week turnaround. So. I would say give us a, a, a few days to get a, a couple of holes down, you know, a batch into the into the into the lab, uh, and then we'll be looking ballpark a, a month after that. So what is that? First or second week of May for, yeah. for results? Great. We look forward to it. Give us a call when you get them. I'm excited. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Michael. Thanks very much for today. I'll let you get back to your uh, your wife and your son who are. Who are uh, trying to uh, be quiet in the background for you? As I understand it, so um, appreciate your time. Over, <laughs> All right, thank you very much for your for your time. No worries. Have a great week. We'll speak to you real soon. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website cruxinvestor.com, and of course our YouTube channel Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming and we'll speak to you again soon.